podcast presented by Tuned Up Custom Rods. Hey, John. Hi, Dan. You can go back to work now. I'm, I'm out. Yep. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. So tonight's going to be kind of a funny episode. So we are in the uh, the Tuned Up uh, tuned up offices right here, the, the workspace, and uh, we are in the middle of preparing for the St. Paul Ice Show. Today is Tuesday. You'll, you'll probably hear this tomorrow, right, Tom? Something like that. Wednesday, Wednesday, something like that? Something like that. Before Friday, I mean, don't don't pressure me. It's going to be before Friday. I don't want to. I don't want to look like John at the end of the week. <laughs> you have to do it though for ten years in a row, so it's probably you'll probably be okay. I think we'll. I think I think we'll get this out pretty quick. As long so, as we don't. As long as there's not going to be any heavy editing. There's well, been some heavy I don't know editing about before. Luke. <laughs> Luke's a loose cannon. So a lot, of, a lot of bleeps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, so it's the week before the ice show. We get the ice St. Paul ice show starting this Friday. And uh, if for anyone who's in the business, this is the busiest time of the year, and that definitely is the case here at Tuned Up. So John's stepping away from the microphone for this episode. He might holler at us a little bit here and there, but we'll, we are, we'll get him back for a little bit. We'll get him back. We'll we'll just make his life a little just, harder. Just everyone know that your rods that you ordered are being built as we record this. They are actively being built it's, right now. It's an amazing thing to to witness. I mean, it's yeah. I'm glad you're here, front this time. It's, it's magic. Yeah. You finally get to see. Yeah. <laughs> I get to see. They're, they're just made with stress and swear words. That's, that's what keeps a lot of it together. <laughs> so we're joined at the table today by a couple of uh, people who've been on the show before. So we got Steve Swenson. How's it going? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming here tonight. I know it was a little challenging getting away from the kids at bedtime. Yep. Got to get them to sleep before I can leave the house. So You have a out. lot of kids. I have many. I and have four. Yes. That's a lot of kids. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Luke Schmidt. Welcome, Luke. Hey, thanks. So, Luke, you were here with us on the Donovan episode, right? Yeah, the Winnipeg extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Ooh, for yeah. those of you who may have uh, missed that episode, Luke, full disclosure, is my pastor. So, pastor. I'm here to, pastor. I'm here to keep your swearing to a minimum That's this right. week. I need, God sent me to keep you in line. I need some breaks. And your wife. So, thank you for, for being here to be my, my <laughs> literal conscience. He, he's got a super soaker full of holy water ready for John <laughs> at any a, moment. Just a spray bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a sound. Uh, well, I did say both your names correctly, so I feel pretty confident about the rest of the episode. I think we'll be fine now. And a good start. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, I don't know if you're supposed to say that. No, it's cool. It's cool. Is, is it okay? Yeah, you can't say that during Lent. Gotcha. But otherwise, good. you're good. Oh, yeah. thank you. Get up tighter thank on the mic there. Sorry, Luke. Um, and Steve, you were with for the John Thielen episode, John right? John Thielen episode. Yep. Yeah. So, those of you, anyone missed that episode, Steve and I went to um, high school together. Mm-hmm. So, we've known each other for a very long time. Steve is my fishing partner, or yep. I'm Steve's fishing partner, depending on how you want to look at it. And we are the we fish together every summer in the uh, in the bass league on Minnetonka, which is probably my fishing highlight of the year. Yep, I would agree. That's one of the most fun things, Sorry, other Luke. than the it's church fine. things. But, it's fine. <laughs> if I love the men's retreat, I oh love yeah, it. big I mean, fan of the men's retreat. Yeah, I mean everyone, everyone other other churches, they're just missing out. I know, just right? Go to the wrong place if you're not going to Winnipeg for your men's ice fishing retreat. I mean, seriously, this year we get to go. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're planning on going. Yes. So you have organized the trip for our, uh, our church to go up to Winnipeg for the last... Well, we went, we went there two years. Yep. Yeah. This will be our third with the skip of last year. And so last we year got we got 20 went, guys. We got the biggest group ever this year looking at. Yeah. So, so going up through Donovan... Um, what Blackwater Cats. Blackwater Cats. Yep. Out, yeah. And uh, out of Selkirk. 
Yep. Great little town. It's fun. That's awesome. Hopefully it all works out this year. Yeah. I, I bought mean, a truck, so it better work. Yeah, you're driving. I know. Take your mud flaps off. I didn't put them on. Okay. Very That's good. Smart. Very good. I might even take the front air down. It better off. work because Not a bad idea. that trip this year replaced the typical Baker family ice fishing trip because the weeks got moved significantly i I, that's on me i just you know if you go later the the chances that you have to take tracks up there are you know they greatly increase like we've been the last people that have been able to get out with trucks and it's it's sketchy and you're like it's just a whole different world if you can't drive out there with all your gear yeah we're gonna have your tom your tom your truck if uh dan's truck isn't working sure the truck is in. It's in. It's the in. truck is in. It's in Good the parking lot currently. Awesome. Nice. I couldn't see it. My door was open. He was blocking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little truck. I did dent, I did dent a truck out powerful. there when I pulled in. But I don't okay. know. As, long okay. as, as long as it started with an F, and it didn't start with an M, <laughs> yeah. then I'm happy. Any, no, of the, any of the Ford F100 series, that's fine. Dent those things. There's the F series. Yes, the F series. You have well, trucks out there. Got mm-hmm. Luke's got an F series. I do. I John's do. got an F series. I've got an F series. So we're all Ford men. Are you? Steve isn't. I what? got a Suburban. Oh, okay. Yeah. Steve had a Ford. Oh, Hated oh I did. Dude, he Ford, did not four like his kids. Ford. Four kids. Yeah. He's got a lot of kids. Definitely need a Suburban or yeah. two. Next is a bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You get like those people that are driving those big Sprinter vans. That's so my brother, Mickey. Tuck their kids in yeah. there. Mickey's yeah. got four kids. There he drives go. a Sprinter van. Yep. Of course, Mickey's ridiculous, so it's exactly <laughs> what he would drive. Perfect. He also drives a full-size Humvee. Military Humvee. Yeah. And a Tesla. So he's got three v- radically different vehicles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Radically different wow. vehicles. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, a lot of what he does is 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 just to be silly. I've got so. that brother. Everyone has that brother, don't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, he pulls it off though. Uh, yeah, it works. We, we, we just call we call him Texas because everything's, everything's bigger. Yeah, everything's bigger. <laughs> he has to do everything bigger and better. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so. Uh, anyways, like I was saying, so at the shop, we're super crazy busy right now. So John is literally right now in the process of finishing rods. He has a ridiculous, ambitious goal of finishing more rods than he probably wants me to say. So it's going to be a very, very busy week for him. And he's not even uh, he's not even trying to pay attention right now. He's so focused on the rods over there. But he's got a little bit of a grin on his face, though. I think he's in the rod zone. He's he went somewhere. Feeling it. John's John in the rod zone again. <laughs> he's smelling the. Doesn't even have to come to the shop for that. <laughs> But you know what, though? 24 of you lucky listeners, your rods are going to star in this show as John produces them for us. Well, we'll see if that happens. What do you mean? Producer Tom has got some big plans for this show. That well, I'm watching right now. We'll see if we'll see if a literal producer John over there can carry through with it. Or I, if think, he has I think gr- he can get through at least 24. You think? Yeah. So I it, think we should have a sound effect for every rod that gets done. Okay, this will be our, our rod finish sound. Oh, I love it. Like, like, like a magic has yeah. just been bestowed yes. upon some lucky ice fisherman. You should take a picture, Tom, of this of what's happening over here. Because this, for those people who've never been to the Tuned Up Shop, it, the operation is a lot bigger than a lot of people understand. So the rod building process, people always ask, you know, how does it take four weeks to make a fishing rod? And it's not just because, you know, we're not not moving fast it's because it literally takes that much time to move through all the different stations and right now john's working on final station which is the finishing of the rod which if you've ever handled uh you know a tuned up rod or really any rod all of the eyelets have like a little bubble of finish on them which keeps it so the thread doesn't unwind and keeps the guides in place forever and uh, it's super delicate it's incredibly time consuming and there's no way to go fast and if you don't do it well, it looks awful. Mm-hmm. So it's, this is a big deal here. And uh, one of the big things that 
that John in particular and Tuned Up in general has done over the years to try to be more efficient is come up with creative ways to finish more and more rods at a time because... Oh, wow. <laughs> we got one! Wow. That's brilliant. I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah. You need that at church. I, you know I do. I'm like, oh, yeah. someone just gave a nice offering. <laughs> I just. Yes. Every time the text to, text to pay comes there in. There you go. Day. But it takes 24 hours for a rod to cure. Is it 24, John, or 12? 24. So every time, so he, he, he paints on the epoxy, and then he has to let it sit. And then he reapplies it. So there's two coats of epoxy on each rod. It takes a total of 24 hours of dry time, which, you know, Luke, you just got into home rod building. You know that. I just bought a kit. I brought my first build in for these guys to laugh at. And they didn't laugh. So I'm pretty, I'm happy about that. They'll talk about me later, I'm sure. It looks um, a lot like Steve's last build. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been trying to watch some videos and whatnot. I thought I'd try with like a real ultralight rod. It's a great way to start into rod building is with an ultralight blank so super I mean, fun someone maybe told you that oh my goodness someone who didn't like you i guess yeah exactly no finishing or wrapping an ultralight rod is oh it's challenging yeah it's challenging we'll we'll give you some tips today before appreciate you leave. that thanks but if you've never seen it before the rod has to spin on the same machine that you wrap it on mm -hmm. so while it's finishing for 24 hours you can't do any more work mm -hmm. so the genius of John and, and uh, Brett and Charlie, the other guys who, who are instrumental at making this, this operation run, came up with this, this gigantic drum dryer, which holds... How many does it hold, John? 37 rods at a time. So that's just drum number four. That's just drum number that's four. Brilliant. So during the, uh, during the case of it, he, he takes... John, how long does it take to fill the whole rack? Two minutes to no, it takes more than that. No, but I mean to like go through and do one coat. Okay, so he fills it up twelve rods at a time. Takes an hour and a half to finish. Sounds like it's going to take rods. a lot longer if you keep talking to me. Hey, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, he's got a lot spinning at the same time. Mm -hmm. Is what I'm putting at. So the efficiency is is significant. Oh, there we go. Oh, I love it. Number three. <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna let John be over there working so that uh, so that the. Elves I, I can thought come it was interesting as John recorded his intro, though he's like he had this, this little tiny little cup, and he's like, "You guys want to see a hundred dollars worth of epoxy?" And then he's like furiously stirring it. He's like, hurry up, hurry up. I only got one minute left on my epoxy. Keep going. And they, and they kind of botched the first intro. So he was stressed. Yeah, he was. And well, the epoxy is time sensitive. If epoxy you, if waits you, for no man. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> if you leave it too long, it'll harden. And then it's garbage and you have to throw it away. It's like burning $100 bills. And John's used to that. <laughs> business owner, burning money. That's right. It's fun when he doesn't have a microphone and can just say whatever we want. <laughs> Do we have a sound when he ruins a rod? <laughs> that, it should be the bleep button. I don't have a bleep You don't button. have a bleep bar? No, that's post-production. Yeah, post-production. Very nice. Yeah. So, how's it going, guys? It's great. I'm waiting for ice. You're waiting for ice. I mean, there's been ice. There were some guys out the other day. I saw four guys out, and they're very brave men. Where? Uh, Green Mountain. Oh, that's always early. Ooh, ooh, I was that was a little sketchy. Roseburg tried to get me to go on that one last year. This, I mean, yeah, we don't want to tell everyone about that. It's a terrible lake. You don't want to fish it. 
I've never, <laughs> I've literally never fished that lake. It's shallow. What, so it what numbers specifically should we not fish? What's like, that? Like what coordinates specifically? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, let me look up my waypoints quick. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's really, actually it's really shallow. It used to be an old walleye rearing pond or something like that. So people swear there's walleye out there and they think they can go find them. And every once in a while, someone's like, "Oh, we're on walleye," and they'll catch five. And then you go out there and there's no fish, and it's so it's like unless, unless you're the first guy there and you're pulling them out. You know, whatever. I'm not going to spend any time out there this winter. I see a couple of people there right away, and then no one else the rest of the year. Unless someone says they get it, and then you get 20-foot castles out there, and there's three or four of them in the one 15-foot deep hole, and it's, yeah, no, I'm not going to, I won't be out there. Yeah, they most of them congregate a half mile east of there on Schmidt Lake anyway. Yeah, yeah, that gets hit a lot. I saw some people out checking ice on Schmidt the other day. Yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of like this week because everything's melting again, and so then hopefully it'll get some decent, good, clear ice. And i got to go to Florida this weekend anyway, so I, oh, I, if there was ice, I'd be really frustrated that I couldn't be fishing it, so it's okay. Well, I know, I know they're fishing red right now. I have a friend that was up there last yep. weekend. Yep. And, Winnie, uh, too. He's got six inches. Yeah, she said they were six to eight, and they were, <clears throat> they were out of JRs, which we've used before. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like and, JRs. Uh, yeah, and they... Uh, they said it's walking only, but they were pulling some nice walleye out of there. Yeah. I've seen some videos of limits going yeah. out. So. Oh, yeah. We went up there last year because we couldn't get up to Winnipeg and went out of JRs, and it was nice. I mean, you know, I mean, to me, it doesn't, it's a whole different thing. You know, you're going out in a village of ice houses that are out there already, and we brought one up with us, and a couple of guys brought them, and a couple of guys rented. And if you're just sitting there in the house fishing, I don't know. That's that's not what I'm used to. I'm not excited about that. But, you know, Buddy brought his ranger, so we hopped in there and then cruised out and just, you know, kind of went scouting. And that's when we hit some 21s, 22s and stuff, and which, you know, are, are eaters up in Winnipeg, but are nice fish out of red. So, you yeah. Know. Steve and I had the best walleye fishing experience of our lives up there last year. Did At you? least my life. Yeah, for me also, yeah. We, we, went up, we went up to red, what was it? December, second weekend of December. Second week of December. Early, mm-hmm. early, yeah. Yep. And uh, Steve, you were up there on a call mm-hmm. with, uh, with your job, and yeah, we went up there. He was investigating fish murders. <laughs> <laughs> we did take our limit of fish. So. We, we did a lot. It was a lot just, of spatter. A lot of yes. blood spatter. On it was fish. a lot um, of spatter. We crushed. And we were out there for maybe seven or eight hours, yeah. you know, because we were staying in Bemidji. So we drove over to the lake and then, you know, got the, we had to take a four-wheeler out. We couldn't walk. I'm sorry. We couldn't drive. And it took a couple spots for us to find them, but then once we found them, it was just, it was the best walleye fishing I've ever had. Yeah, oh, that's pretty sweet. It was just amazing. fast and furious, or it was like eaters, Literally size, whatever? non-stop fish non-stop. catching. Oh, they that's were, pretty fun. They were coming up to lure before it hit the bottom. I mean, oh, what, that's what did we count? Like 37 or 37 something? in like... That was in maybe like, four hours yeah, total. Yeah, it three or four ridiculous. hours. The first three fun. or four hours, we caught one or two, I think, and then finally got away from everybody. Yeah, that's when we hit them. I think that's the key out there. It is. Yeah. It was really you know get away from those. And then, you know the, the guide services they don't want you. You know don't go to the spots where we're going to be going next. But you know we cruised out and you get away from guys and you know it just I don't know. It was spooky. It was nerve wracking being out there on the four wheeler and mm. knowing that you're the only people that've been out there so far. Yeah. And <laughs> you know it was the ice was super clear, so it was hard to really gauge the thickness. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was spooky. It was scary. When they say get away from the crowd, though, I mean we finally did on the on the third try. The first try we were kind of in the middle, hundred yards away we from everybody. Out. We chickened out and set up our house. Yep. Then yeah. we went to the edge, <laughs> and then we were kind of in the same thing. And then finally we said, "Screw it, we'll go a half mile further." And and that's when we just laid into them. Nice. It was cool. Yeah, it was amazing fishing, and. Um, we had to leave because the heater ran out of ran out of propane. Yep. Propane oh. ran out. 
and then I drove home that night, which was dumb, but mm. that's a bit of a hike. Made my. You guys you ever sneaking into crappies out there? I've caught my best crappie ever, 15 and a half out there, yep, yep. but it wasn't we, on purpose. No, same with us. We were up there and a guy had a dead stick down or something. All of a sudden it just starts pounding down and something was, ch- you know, just chowing on. It was a 15 plus crappie too. They, they hit harder than the walleye. Yeah, it was, it was, that was a nice fish. And you know what I mean? You hear the stories from way back in the day when like you could, they'd be up on a helicopter or a plane and they could just see the schools of these huge crappies swimming around out there. And I, I like that. I mean, it's just nothing like a, I don't know. I mean, I fish walleye up in Winnipeg, but down around here, just give me a good crappie all day long i don't know why it's just because i know i'm not going to catch a 30 inch walleye you know it's like yeah. where you got the chance every time you're out there in wall uh, in winnipeg mm-hmm. i got the personal best pike there too 40 inch pike 15 yeah. and a half inch crappie good stuff yeah mm-hmm. they say that you don't catch a ton of pike out there but the ones you get are monsters they're nice um. <laughs> <laughs> all right that should be some motivation he can't hear that though he that's like less it. fun no, i know yeah he doesn't know he's doing good. It's just like little smiles. Like <laughs> his heart grows three sizes or something. He's gone to a different place right now. He's he's in a different zone. He's thinking about all the people he's making happy over there. That's right. He's thinking, like, think about these things going in stockings, you yep, know? That's like, exactly what he's thinking. Perfect. Actually, he's probably just over there humming the uh, Stranglehold song over and over and over again in his head. Just dreaming of Ted Nugent. Hold on one second. Uh, do we have a caller? As a matter of fact, we do have a caller. <sighs> <laughs> is it Allie again? Uh, this is, uh, is this the, the fish and magician? This is live and direct from St. Michael, Minnesota. How are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> Great. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, fish and magician? Well, I just had the call because I got the itch. Because you got what? The itch. You got the itch? Well, yeah. Tell us about it. Like, yeah, How are you going to scratch that itch? I was out in the ice castle tonight just dreaming, you know. In the driveway. In, yeah, in oh, the driveway. Okay, okay. just course. double check. Um, yeah. Just getting things ready for, you know, I, I hope to be out there between Christmas and New Year's on the hard water. It could be, it definitely could happen. I hope it happens. I hope it happens. It's going to happen. Yeah. I have a trip booked for with Ice Camp Outfitters on Mille Lacs on December 27th, so we better be able yeah, to get out there. Yeah, I, I just, I remember, it was about seven, eight years ago, we were up on red, uh, December 14th on 17 inches of ice. Wow. Yeah. Well, if they've got, what'd you say? Six inches now? Six to eight right now. Six eight. Yeah. yeah. It could happen. Yeah. And I just, I got my rattle reels ready tonight. Got a few things tuned up, ready to rock. I, I'm Ooh, I, tuned, I tuned up. Nice name drop. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, it's exciting. So, yeah, it's fun I, to get all these things, things set up. I got to get some line put on my rods. Yeah, and you know, I'm I don't need any tackle, so because I've got too much, like all of us probably do. But that's sacrilege. I'm ready. You got to buy a couple <laughs> things each season. That's a pastor. Always that's a pastor called you sacrilege, right there. Yeah. I went to the ice show in Blaine and picked up a bunch, you know, okay. stuff that you know all I can use for you know everything. So, you know, Tom knows. I bring enough for everybody. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The fishing magician, he's our he's our go to tackle box on all of our trips. So, right, <laughs> good. Everyone needs so, a tackle box. I have boxes arriving every day. My wife's like, "What's this?" I'm like, don't worry about it. It's a Christmas present. It's a thing for me. Yeah. See, exactly. Allie was right. I I do use the mooch method quite a bit. You yeah. I mean, hey, it works for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this year, you're planning on getting some stuff though. I'm planning. You on got it. some thoughts. Right. You should come to the yeah. show this weekend, Tommy. I'm thinking about it. Bring the magician with you. 
Yeah, he doesn't. He, I, 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 I'm going. To, I'm going up north. I'm going to do a late season uh, guided goose hunt in Fergus. So I'm going to hopefully get up there and take some birds down. You know, before the season closes. And but otherwise, you know, I would like to get the portable out. I got the new four wheeler, the new Can Am, this uh, couple three four weeks ago. So I'm ready to get it out on the early ice. You're set. Yeah, it's coming. And Tom and I have Tom and I have been talking about that too. So doing some running and gunning. Uh, I know he's got his wheeler down here finally, so yep. we're going to take advantage of some of that early ice and then transition right into the hard house. Well, hopefully you can get that wheeler in your new truck, Tommy, <laughs> since you won't buy a trailer now. Well, I have a truck payment now. <laughs> you were all ready to buy a trailer, and then all of a sudden I'm I wanted not you to buy it. me a trailer. Oh, really? <laughs> John wants to buy a trailer, too. He's been He's been looking at one. Oh, another rod just was built. <laughs> All my neighbors have trailers. I don't need a trailer. You have a trailer for your for your ranger, don't you? Mm, nope. All my all my neighbors have trailers. I mean, my whole neighborhood. You got to have a ranger. You just you know you're not you're not the guy, right? So could you get that in the back of the F one fifty? No, I only have the five and a half. I so I don't think I could even with a. But width wise, it'd fit. Uh, be close, I, maybe. No, I'm not going to try. I mean, I could measure it, but I you know my my male spatial reasoning skills still say no. So most, and the, most guys the problem with that, your problem would probably be the, you know, the, the width, you know, instead of, you know, right. the, they do make those extenders out the back and right. you can put those little cages I see on, those but, ramps. You see those cool ramps where you can drive that thing right up there and strap it down. Oh, yeah. That looks super safe. And that looks like the four, they make those for the four people one, the four people side the by cruise, side. Yeah. And it's just, oh, it's crazy. I, 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 how would you get them up there without... Um, freaking out you gotta be brave <laughs> yeah exactly right you gotta not care that much i have stopped trailering my atv like riding it up the up the ramps on the trailer because first of all the trailer that we use for hunting is way too tall way too scary so i just straddle it and gun it up there real quick and hopefully it doesn't fall off it's fallen off quite a few times so we actually broke a ramp at dad's house this last year unloading the machine that danny passed on so it was a little, it was it was pretty scary I wanted that four-wheeler. I wanted to buy that four-wheeler. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll we'll be using yours, Tom. All right, deal. Well, thank you for calling in, magician. <laughs> got any yeah. sh- you got any shout-outs there? Um, yeah, I, you know, I bought this new ice castle. I ordered it, and I know a lot of my buddies are waiting uh, on their ice castles. Um, they're backed up just like everybody else. Um, my buddy Dave, he's waiting. He uh, ordered his in May, and he got a call today that they're three weeks away. So he's jacked. That's not and bad. He if he stuck. ordered it in May, he saved six thousand dollars. So that's good. Yes, exactly. And he's jacked, and he wants to go to the ice shows. But I can't imagine what his Christmas deal is going to look like for himself. <laughs> you know, everyone so, deserves a good Christmas mm-hmm. as long as they've been nice. Amen. It's Christmas so in maybe, May. Maybe we'll. Stop up in Coon Rapids, get him a couple new rods at that rod uh, tuned up custom rod place, and then we'll head south from there. Tell me better order now. <laughs> John's <laughs> over there sweating, building it as we speak. So, <laughs> yes, the work well, yeah, the so, work goes on. The work goes on. Yeah. So they yeah, have Ice Castle. You know, I bought it in February, so I haven't had it. I, I got did get it out the last week or from the last, um, but that was just kind of to get the oil going and you know, work out the kinks, but those guys up at Malacca and Clank Freight, I'll tell you, that Dan guy, he's the one to deal with up there. I mean, um, 
he he's not gonna you know pressure you into buying anything you know and if they promise what they what they promise you you get with in return you know so well th- this is what you, this is your what third third or fourth ice castle fourth fourth yep. yeah yeah he's one so, of the, he's the chronic trader upper and oh, it's, exactly. every year it's it's a little bit I was nicer ask it's what's a, the problem with the first three? no no it's like he'll he, he'll get them and he'll just like i i need something bigger i need something better and every year yep. you know well, the market's been such that you can, you know, buy something, and use it for a couple of years, and nowadays you could sell it for what you bought it for and get into something new. Exactly, so. if not more, right? You know. All right, if Billy. I, well, thanks pain, for. Oh, go ahead. No, the pain is just waiting for the new one. You know, yeah. because you use them all summer. You know. I was giving him all kinds of shit last year because he sold his ice castle right at the beginning of ice season, and then he was waiting yeah. on his order, and it didn't come until what, like late February late February. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what an idiot. <laughs> well, the beginning of the season so, is a good time to get the best money for it, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So so I'll uh, I'll call in again, but good show, guys, and uh, we'll get out, uh, and I know we're going to meet up in January up on Malak for that trip. Yep. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there, but, uh, you know, let me know if you guys need any tackle for your underneath the Christmas because I got plenty of it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, thanks for the call and uh, fishing magician. We appreciate that. We appreciate the call. Have a great day. Yeah. Have Bye-bye. a good one. Oh, surprise calling. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, there you go. How Three weeks that? in a row, right? Three? Or no. She it was a couple of week delay in there. But how do you get a cool name like Fish and Magician? Uh, like, he came up it? with it himself. Oh man, self <laughs> <came himself>. <laughs> the nickname. Oh come on! I went, I went to college with a guy, and he, he made it like. You know, we met one of his high school friends, and we're like, "Oh yeah, you're so and so's buddy." He's like, "Who?" We're like, "This this guy." And he's like, "I don't know. We just called him Whitey in high school." I'm like, "He made up his own nickname when he came to college." It was like he came like this was this prepackaged plan. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna be cool and whatever." And the guy, his best friend from high school, didn't even know what the nickname was that he told us. I'm like, the nickname oh. he came up with what was Whitey? No, it's so is I can't. I know I don't want to drop. Oh, okay, well, stuff. but so he wanted to get out of the, his last. It was he wanted to get out name. of the Whitey. Maybe, yeah, but so he yeah, came up with this ridiculous nickname and showed up at college and was like, "Oh yeah." Everyone calls me this, and I'm like, no one calls you that. But uh, you just told us that that's, that's your thing now. That's when, so. that's when you can reinvent yourself, I suppose. It's right? a power move. It was a power. It was definitely a power play. Yeah. Oh, look at that! Making Another rod. Come I just get warm Another inside. Rod. I know. I, feel good about it. I feel it. It feels yeah, good. Yes. Good. That's the the first time that I felt the Christmas spirit. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You are Christmas, Christmas magic. magic. I don't know <laughs> if you guys can hear John. He's talking. He's making Christmas magic happen. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. for us f words. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what he said? He's the angry elf. <laughs> <laughs> he's the angry elf. <laughs> Call me an elf one more time. I just watch that. It's so funny. It's so good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, so you got an ice castle this year too, right, Luke? I picked up an old school ice castle off a buddy that had it sitting down. He's got this lot on over on Pulaski, over in Buffalo, and he just had this thing sitting there for like two, three years. Finally, he said, hey, do you want to buy this? And I I said, um, I mean, I do. So I had to talk to my wife, of course, because, you know, the boss. And uh, yeah, so I'll pick that up like an 08, six and a half by 14. So going from a six by eight to that is, is a whole different world. So I redid the floor in there and... 
Um, but no, everything works great, and it's just gonna be nice to have a little more space out there and yeah. have a couple people out, and uh, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good. Do you I, use yours in the summer too, as a camper or anything? Or? I mean, it's the first year I had it, so theory. I mean, that was part of my sell to the wife. You know, it's not like an RV edition or anything like that. But I'm like, man, we can put that thing out. We've got four and five acres, you know. So I'm like, I can put that out in the the field, and the kids could camp out there and hang out out there in the summer. And she's like, they're not gonna do that, but buy it anyways. You know, she knows how I work, so she, she's on to me. <laughs> I tried to get my dad to buy your old one. Oh, that's that a perfect little I'm thing. I'm so bummed I sold that. That thing was so nicely finished. Six by eight, four holes right across, so I can throw the live scope on one side, have your bobber down, do your jig in. I mean, it was, it was, that was a nice setup, and it was so light. You know, as soon as you can get a four-wheeler out there, you could get that thing out there. And What, what was the, like, what did it, how much, like my vehicle can only tow 4,000. Could I, could I tow it with that? Oh, this thing was tiny. I oh. mean, this was a six by eight. I mean, this thing it I, was really I could, little. I can just pick it, was it up. Maybe eight, nine hundred pounds. I yeah. thought, I thought I guess, it was a little ice, ice castle. No, no, this no. was a little the custom new one he built. bought is an ice castle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The yeah. old yeah. one was the new one. I can't just bend over and pull the tongue and just lift it and sure. move it around. It's you know I got to get back now, in the what, weight room. Could you sleep in the other one though? No, no. That's the thing. You know, it's tough you being six eight. I mean, not you can. No, I can't. Normal people could. Not freakishly tall people. Is it a skid or on wheels? It was on wheels, so it had the you know had the setup where you'd crank the top up or crank the front up and then it would come up and you put a couple pins in the side mm-hmm. it, was, it was actually a really pretty pretty solid little setup it was nicely finished with the tongue and groove on the inside and had like the buffalo plaid cushions and I mean, it was wife approved it was pretty good so. <laughs> it was the kind that if a person was driving by on a snowmobile they probably wouldn't have robbed it based on the outside right or <laughs> used it as a well maybe used it as a bathroom they had no idea what was inside exactly yeah. it was it was looked nicer on the inside yeah. than the outside so i think good. we should talk about that one that you bought a few years ago dan the, the hobbit hole <laughs> that that house was the one that you had to go outside to change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that one, didn't you, Luke? I don't think did I did. Ever this? No. So me and, and Jeremy, uh, you've probably heard me talk about Jeremy. He's been on the show. He's Carol's custom baits. Mm. So Jeremy and I actually, Jeremy's going to be kind of pissed at me, Tom, because I told him that we don't do any call-ins except for Allie. So now oh. the fishing magician just called in. Uh-oh. So, so well, we might have to hear from Jeremy now. Sorry, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, so he found he got, this. He got the secret line. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> Jeremy found this on Craigslist, and it was a, it was a, an honest to god. It was the smallest. It was you couldn't. It was this table was wider than this. It was no. literally like four by four and a half. Oh my gosh! It was. It couldn't have been small. It was hilariously small, and <laughs> and it, short. And it was <laughs> it was billed as a portable house, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was um, it was made out of wood. You know, and the walls were, they weren't insulated, but it was a wooden house. But all the sides were like, um, chipboard, wasn't it? It was chipboard, and they were held together by like, uh, what kind of lock is that? The kind of lock that you have like on a, like a, like a keepsake box, like the, the latch. Just one. like little latch, oh, like yeah. sliding yeah. ones. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So that's how the, the walls went on there. You put it locks. in there and you just like do the little slide thing and then they'd be attached on the bottom and on the top and the roof would go on. Oh, so you, they'd come out. It was like one of those suitcase houses. Kind of. I mean, okay. all the walls so and panels the ceiling and came stuff. off. Okay, gotcha. Yes. Yeah. But it was tiny. Oh, man. And, but it was big enough. It was wooden enough where it wasn't like, I'm not going to pull this thing around. Yeah. Once you were like, Holes drilled, sat down. It was fine, but standing up, anything. It, it was ma- it was maybe five feet tall inside, so you couldn't stand. You couldn't like walk around in there. You had to crouch. It was like I felt like uh, B J Honeycutt going to the chopper and mash. <laughs> two B J Honeycutt references in a row. And you made them both yourself. I know, right? What a shocker! <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got mash on my mind. Um, 
but yeah, so it, it was a four holer, which was the funniest part because you could like one flasher would be able to see well, all. Okay, the holes. so what happened to that thing? Where is it? It's, it's a chicken coop at Dad's neighbor's house. Nice. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought it. It found its destiny. Jeremy wanted to buy it, and I'm like. He's like, you want to go in on it? I'm like, I mean, it's go in on it. How much five dollars? <laughs> but I mean, if you want to, uh, yeah, I'll put, put it. We're going to have these on the seventy five. So we went and picked it up, and then I brought it out to Schmidt. No, I'm sorry, to Little Maple. Mm-hmm. Bought a permanent license. You know, it's like thirty bucks or whatever. Yeah. And because it weighed some nothing, we, wheels we, and stuff. Oh no, no wheels. Just okay. So you just drag it, it was out. Just a. Pl- I got it was you. Just a platform. Okay. So we drug it out there, like on five and a half inches of ice and put it right on the middle of the hole. That's the beauty of five and a half inches, those kind of things. And we were the first one out there. Yep. And we were the last ones off. And uh, for the one year that it sat out there, it was convenient. Yep. I used it. I busted my knuckles every time I had to drill a hole, though. Because mm. the holes were Starting right in the corners. So yeah. It was a nightmare. And then the year after that, no one wanted it. I didn't want it. Jeremy didn't want it. But it was in my garage. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's my problem now. Ellie didn't want yeah. it. <laughs> so I brought it up to my dad's house and put it on his lake and never used it. Mm-hmm. It just sat there. And then I had to pull it off at the end of the year, and it was a slush year, and it was oh. all frozen in. And yeah. we both got stuck trying to take it off, and his neighbor had to come rescue us in his truck. It was a nightmare. And then finally, I'm like, I don't want this thing anymore. And so... Yeah, we gave it to his neighbor, and he's it's a chicken coop now. <laughs> there you go. See, that works out. That's the, perfect. The Hobbit hole. That reminds me. I was talking to an old timer at church, and he was telling me about uh, had his house. He builds his own little wooden ones, or whatever, on skids, and he just pulls them out on Schmidt. And so he was out there with his one, and he's like, I went out there, and it was windy, whatever, and it was some, you know, getting slushy and all this stuff. He's like, my house was gone. It's just gone. And so he's like, I was looking all over, looking against the woods, trying to find if it blew up against the shore, all this stuff. And he goes, he's like, I go back to where it was. Finally, he's like, I could see the runners. It had melted and flipped upside down. Oh, <laughs> so it was like upside down in the, the thing. He's like, I was able to get the runners out of there and the rest of it is in the bottom of the lake. <laughs> structure. Just gone. Yeah, that crappy structure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, did you mark it? Right. Yeah. Did you mark it? That's where you want to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Oh, <laughs> <Atta> boy, John. <laughs> Santa's making it. It's kind of like this nice little segue too. like, okay, move on to something yeah. else. Now. What <laughs> about? New topic. I like it. Are you guys, have you been buying? So, so the fishing magician was, was saying he's got all the gear he needs. Have you guys been buying anything? I mean, I, I'm reading every time I'm reading one of these articles, like the six spoons you need to have or something. I'm like, okay, let's buy all six, you know, cause I'm a sucker for that. Like I said, my box is coming or there's a box coming every day in the mail. And my wife is like, what's here today? And I said, Oh, it's Christmas. Don't ask, you know? And, because it's all for me. Um, and she doesn't listen to this, so I don't, it's fine. I can say that. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to make sure she listens. She's not going <laughs> to. No, she's too busy. It's too busy. Yeah, it's real hard to listen. Mm-hmm. I hit Sportsman's Warehouse talking about buying stuff. Sportsman's and I, Warehouse. Yep, and I bought them out of Barbless Hooks. A Barbless Treble Hooks. Oh, John, enjoy that. So, Barbless Treble Hooks. Yeah. Well, because we're going to Winnipeg. Or Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I, I make sure to... Pinch all my yeah, hooks pinch too. Yeah, yeah, I'll, totally. I'll see. Have the Mounties come I check that. Totally that's, pinch that's the them regs all. up there. Yeah, supposed to have pinch. Yeah, barbless hooks. What is ridiculous though is if you go to the tackle shop in Winnipeg. Oh yeah, they're not barbless. No, yeah, they, they don't sell them that way. No, 
in the state where it's legally required. Can you buy those Pelican spoons anywhere in the states? I've never seen I them. I haven't seen them here. I yeah. was looking all over. So for those, them, those two, what is it, two and a half, two and three quarter inch pellet, those flutter spoons that we use up there when we're on Winnipeg. I don't, and they got a lot of new styles and stuff now this year. So we'll have to hit up uh, the, the smoking fish, no, or the fishing, fishing holes hole. in Winnipeg, and then there's the smoking fish in Selkirk. Oh, I'm planning on the fishing hole. You go, you stop in Winnipeg at the fancy well, joint because huh? we got to hurry because we're not going to barely. Oh, Actually, that's true. We're, t- I'm take, we're taking a half day. Are you on really Thursday? Oh, brilliant! So because we need to get up there in time to get our license. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We've called ahead. I will figure that out. Can you out. buy licenses online? Because I no. looked it up. and Can't do like it online okay. in Manitoba. It's okay. literally a, a paper license yeah. that you write it by hand. Right. Yeah. So you can you can call it in, though. You could call it up to Smoke and Fish, and they could take care of you for it. So all you folks that are going up to Winnipeg, which none of you should go up there and catch my fish. But um, it's... <laughs> go it's, after January 20th. Go after, yeah, go in February. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Then it's but okay. Steve's never been, and it's nice to have a chance to pick out some lures and... We had to get our salted shiners. And salted, man. Yeah. Well, I, honestly, I didn't even need them. Last year, I, or last time we were up there, I was just killing them with that uh, fluorescent UV live target. <laughs> just no bait on it at all. Just rattling that thing, and they were just hammering it. I had my limit of 21s by 10 o'clock, and then you're just looking for big dogs after that. So I, yeah, I crushed but, on the glow streak. Yeah. The glow streak. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't have the live scope then either. So now having the live scope, I'm going to just be like, yeah, you're too small. You had yeah, the live scope. We no, I didn't. Did I got it KJ after we were it? up there last time. Yeah, he had the Panoptics. He had the PS22. He didn't have the, the 32. So it's, it's I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting up there. But it just depends, you know, like, hey, there's some big fish over there. But do you want to go drill in 32 inches of ice? You in know, 32 below. <laughs> depending, you know. I mean, who Is knows? Is that Canadian or U.S.? Thirty-two at, below. At 40 it, below, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, there's been times. No, for real, though, we've 40 had, below is both the same. We've Equal. had 32 <laughs> degrees out there, and I'm like, this is what heaven's like. This is it right here. Ice fishing in 32 degrees of water, or 32 degree weather with, you know, monster greenback walleyes underneath you. So. Mm-hmm. The two times I've been there was real cold yeah it was real cold yeah like, i mean 24 below no wind chill yeah yeah i mean truck barely start in the morning yeah yeah real so cold. you gotta you gotta earn it up there a little bit or be prepared to earn it steve and i are gonna bring the flip over yep. for, are you for quick yeah quick yeah. movements i mean might as well if you can fit stuff in there and we'll get what you need in there so it worked pretty good for us out on uh on red. In, not red or south dakota in yeah. south dakota yeah mm-hmm. that was cold too holy cold God. cold cold that was and windy. windy was that yeah. i mean yeah i mean we could barely get set up out there too you're like just like oh stake it down stake it down i had i had to make an emergency run to town <laughs> and I, I left steve behind and he, he thought the house was gonna go away yeah, yeah. it almost stuck me with yeah. it oh man was it an emergency what, bathroom run to town yeah, yeah there was it was funny i didn't yeah. <laughs> and we segue and another rod good, good timing <laughs> you know that's a fun trip though that uh, that webster area that was a nice mm-hmm. way you know to punt and pivot because we couldn't get up to canada and i would have uh, loved to have gotten more walleye yeah so i was watching them so i had the live scope for that so i could see them come up i mean there were some good sized walleyes they'd come up and look but maybe it was time of day whatever i was putting down there whatever i mean the the the, the jumbo perch would hit i think we our group caught like 115 that first day and it's so bizarre out there because you know, like, the, the, did we just kill off that 15 oh pack? Gosh, really nice job, gone? guys. Um, so Good we, Lord. so the guide gives us that pinpoint that first day and he says, hey, meet me here. And we, we drive through these fields, back fields on these country roads and we pull, we pull up to a road closed and it just goes down into a flooded field. Literally, I mean, it's just a flooded field, and With, we're like, and halfway out on the ice, there's still road signs yes. sticking out of the ice. Yeah, right? and there's like like signs like the here's the farmer's property, you can't ice fish on his flooded field over on that so whatever. And the guide comes and meets us. Oh, hey guys, here we go, and we just drive out to to where we're gonna be. And it was that was so bizarre. I, um, that was I liked that better than 
what was it, Big Stone or what was the lake that we went to? Yeah, yeah Big, Big Stone. Stone. Yeah, I, I like the pothole I mean, lake was weird and it was fun. But everything we caught was, I mean, big jumble perch. Yes, right. Big Stone, you had to sort way more. I mean, I, I got live scope videos of that, and it looks like fireworks of all these perch just just well, we descending. Caught, we caught a lot more fish that day, but it was not they were the tiny, quality. A lot of you know, the side, and we had a couple of really quiet windows in there too. So, yeah. and it was so cold. We, you know, you know, like nobody wants to move when it's thirty below wind chill. You're just not that excited to do it. I yeah. have a I have a late February red trip planned. I'm expecting lots of a lot of crickets, lot, a lot, lot of crickets, and it's going to be a four day or two. Are you um, take your ATV, like take it up there and just like give yourself a chance to get away from, or even go back where they fished before? I mean, the so I'll, fill I'll in a little bit. I'm, I'm going to give a shout out here real quick. So we're we're actually using a guide, uh, Red Lake Remote, okay. yep. Johnny Johnny P, and he one thing that's cool about him is like especially if there's a lot of snow. So he doesn't go off of roads. He's got mm. track vehicles that he'll mm-hmm. bring you out there. So you're not going to have a lot of pressure from the wheelhouses. Yeah. He's on the north end of the lake. That's awesome. So <clears throat> that's the one positive. Like I'm actually hoping for a lot of like late January snow up there just right. to keep keep people away from Give us. And, terrible conditions so yeah, no exactly. one else can come and fish. Exactly. Yeah, so I get you. We'll see though. I mean, I don't know. I I I want to do I want to do a an early early ice red trip really bad but mm-hmm. it's just like holidays and work and everything right. just builds up so like you just got to do it when 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 the people that are going are available so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens are we gonna make it happen steve this year yeah no yeah <laughs> that's a that's a hard no i'm on call three weeks out of four out of this for december well, so just ah. get some take some calls up there well that's yeah <laughs> I last told year you i worked out of out of our lab up there and last that worked year was out perfect where, where's your lab was bemidji in bemidji okay yep. Yep. gotcha yeah, we had the phone in the house, and it yep. was just praying that it never went off. Yep. Mm-hmm. I had I plenty of time to get there if I needed to. It but, wasn't a good you know, feeling, though. No, I was worried that, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, at any moment, everything could be done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should see yeah. if I can get a mercenary wedding up in that neck of the woods or something in, Jan- or in December or January. Yeah. And like, oh, i got to go up there and work. And put, then just, put yourself on Craigslist. That'd be a weird ad. <laughs> mercenary wedding? You know, like when people are like, hey, we need a pastor to do our wedding, and so I'll travel to wherever, you know, within reason. Do they know you? Or is it just Usually like- it's people that know me, but they're like, hey, we're getting married up in, you know, I did one oh, up in okay. Walker one time. At, what's the resort up there on? Um, Chase on the Lake? Or- yeah, Chase on yeah. the Lake, yeah. Did a wedding up there for a couple I knew that, uh, you know, the family has a lake place up there. So I was blast, you know, and. But, um, I've never heard that term before, a mercenary wedding. Because I, I think kind of coined I kind of like that. I would have yeah. called it freelance. Freelance. Yeah, <laughs> mercenary <laughs> sounds a little bit more. <laughs> like, you know, I bring deadly. the heat. I bring yeah. the heat when I'm doing, a, doing an off-site wedding. Do you take so. this woman? You better. <laughs> <laughs> Some weddings are like that. I'm like, wait, what, what, what's the scenario here? What kind of, what's our backstory? Well, Dan and I could probably do a mercenary church service up there or something. I mean, yeah. there you go. You know, That's hey. right. So, Steve, if you, like, if you caught a call while you were up fishing, like, how long does that take you out of action for, like for fishing? I have to be ready within an hour to get to the lab and but ready like, to go out. But let's say oh. you get the call, though. You get the call. Yeah. How long are you going to be gone for, typically? Forever, oh, for the rest of the day. 12 hours. So, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, you could do it on a three-day weekend. You take one call, and, I mean, it sucks, yeah. but. Mm-hmm. Are these all, like, this is, it's not all, like, murder scenarios, right? That's what we do, yeah. Oh, it's it is, all okay. Homicide, so, so, right. so you should probably take that seriously. Yeah, you might want to go. invest yourself yeah. a little in that. I got to like, Guys, also. guys, come on. You Can we yeah, wrap this up? Wanna, yeah, phone yeah. I got some uh, fish, hot yeah. fish going out there. There's a hot bite. Yeah. There's a really hot bite. See some blood over there. Probably that guy. I don't know. He probably did it. It's the butler. It's always the butler. The BCA doesn't need any more heat right now. Oh, my gosh. Are we allowed to say that? You can say whatever you want. You're you not going to get anything out of me. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. 
Yeah, it. Uh, I was nervous the entire weekend because that phone went off, yeah. but it wasn't ever a call. Right. I grew to hate that phone. As in, probably in, as much or not, or more than I did. Yeah. Well, you, you know what? You, you know what? Dan's really good at. If you'd let him use your phone, right? Yeah. Then he could have just dropped <laughs> it down a hole in Little Maple because yeah. he's got two down there. Two. I was and with him for one of and them. One in. Uh, South Dakota. Oh, you do. Yeah, that's right. That last year? Oh my yeah. gosh! You so did. two of your three I've been with. Oh my. <laughs> were you goodness. with for two of them? Was I with it? Well, South Dakota last year. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was and there you for were that. with on Maple the first time, and I was with Maple because I dropped it when I was with you on Maple. Oh my god! You and Bruce. So that's the that's the best story. So we're out there, little Maple. He drops his phone, and then I was talking to somebody else, Steve. I was talking to Steve, and I told Steve, I'm like, hey, get out to Little Maple. You know, practice your little crappie bite because they're little crappies, but they get that finesse bite. You know, so you can practice. You know, getting the bite and whatever, and setting the hook. And so Steve's out there, and I'm texting back and forth him about the trip, going up to Winnipeg and stuff. And he's he texts me back, and I see the little bubbles, and then nothing, like nothing. And I'm like, well, okay. And it's like you know, an hour later, I get a text from from. Uh, Tim, another guy we know, and Tim's like, ah, Steve dropped his phone down the hole. <laughs> it was like a week after Dan and I were out there. And I was like, this thing is like a like a black hole for phones. It just yeah. well, the eats funny, them. The best part about that was you were in your house, and I was in my house, and you called Bruce to come out, and I had never met Bruce. Oh, yeah, Bruce so is a So it was like, all of a sudden, it was two strangers sitting next to each other in a small house and within a second of him showing up I dropped my phone on the hole and he was like I have no idea how he's going to handle this right like it's either going to be he was he was, didn't know what to do he was nervous that it was going to be like well, I was going to freak out my mind or whatever you are your super angry person by nature yeah that's yeah. exactly what <laughs> he, you know what the baker's coin I coined it for Dan what it is his rage laser. Oh, the yeah. rage laser. Yeah, it, it like gets that. it gets activated sometimes. <laughs> I, he I goes have, from zero to psycho pretty quick. <laughs> I, I have a very focused, intense burn, and then I just am okay. That's a good. That's yeah. a good example. Yeah, I like that. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think anyone that's spent time around Dan has seen the rage laser in, in effect. I would prefer to have a rage laser than to have like a slow burn. Or just like like sulk all the time. <laughs> John's like, yeah, that's me over there. Speaking of which, <laughs> oh, nine. I totally get that. To see, I, I don't know the idea of losing your phone. It just that just sucks, right? There so was, I'm like super paranoid about it now because of your example. So thank you. It for was that. it was an experience where. What's that? John says it's very free to use a phone. It's right. <laughs> yeah, you love it, John. He, have, he does, can't answer. He does it on purpose. I, I have a friend that's gone on multiple fishing trips with me that's lost multiple bottles of cologne down the ice hole cologne yeah man. i'm like why are you bringing hundred dollar bottles of cologne ice fishing he's like i gotta smell a hundred dollar bottle of cologne oh easy there's some really that's what's in it i don't even know if i want to go down this rabbit hole <laughs> you have you have hundred dollar bottles of cologne no i do not i'm yeah. just wondering i'm like i want to ask questions but i kind of don't want to ask questions about this i i, I don't have answers Was it the fishing magician? So you can ask like, no no not the fishing magician no no, no. we can talk about glocks instead i mean yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that too, that's, so. that's that's number three brother mickey, mickey. mickey lost nope. a glock down the hole oh Up well glocks are fine you get it back i mean those things are bulletproof and they still right? work. we couldn't yeah. find it uh, you got scuba certified mickey we and johnny both got scuba certified tried to do it yeah didn't work you could have saved that money and bought a new Glock, but He did. He bought a new Glock the next morning and oh, okay. then went and got scooped. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's we great. told you, Mickey's like, we call him Texas. Texas. Yeah. He's, Texas going, right he's there. going big. No, it was uh, dropping a phone down the hole. It's one of those things where you can rant and rave as much as you want, 
and there's nothing that's going to change. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. It's like one of those things that in, your, in life that happens and you're like, God, can I just rewind five seconds? Just like rewind five seconds. And it's, uh, you know, one of my buddies was his, his cousin was like chopping carrots or doing something and the, the knife got stuck and he pulled the knife out right in his eye. Right. And it's like one of those things you're like, oh, my gosh, can we just go back five seconds? You know, or like the time I backed my truck into a sign at the A&W in Mountain Lake on the way to Omaha. We don't talk about it at my house. You know what, though? I bet you he didn't see that one coming. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't see it anymore. No, I think he's I think I don't know. He got an eye transplant or I don't know how you do that nowadays, but there's there's things. I love it that that made Steve squeamish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, I mean, if there was blood splatter involved, but even, even Steve gets like, up, ooh, I think. like retinal fluid. I don't know. if I'm, It's yeah. unreal. I can handle it. If it's too realistic, broken bones sticking right. out, stuff like that. But that's, no, that makes no, you wince because you're yeah. just like, oh, I can see you that can happening. Right. Yeah. You're like, ah, right. that's that's I that's mean, not good. We're all like subconsciously rubbing our eyeballs right now. Yeah. Well, they're already dead, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Tom, let's take a break. How long have we been doing this? <laughs> Number 10. Number Completed. That a boy, John. Yeah, we're ready for a break. All right, let's we're take only a commercial at like, break. We're only at like, what, 48 minutes. Actually, actually that, that, seriously? Yeah. 48 minutes already? Yeah, time flies. Wow. We're having fun. And John's building rods. And uh, we have rain, random phone calls from the fishing <laughs> magician. I should call Roseburg, see what he's up to. Well, let's just make this a party, right? <laughs> Good. Let's take a break, Tom. We got to pay our bills. Dan's John's got to spend some of that uh, fishing rod money. Yep. Dan's got to download some 312 beer. Uh, I know there's no more left. <laughs> He's got to download it now. I'm okay. <laughs> somewhat responsible. Things happen. Yep, okay. Things happen in this there's, studio. There's five of us. Three beers each. Three beers each. That's oh, not so bad. That's not bad. My stack of four here is making me feel guilty. It's <laughs> uh, all right. You're tall. It's okay. Yeah. John needs to focus anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back. Uh, to <laughs> Number 11. <laughs> we'll be back to uh, to continue with this. Are we going to call this potpourri round two? Potpourri for 400? Uh, I think we should call it the, the build session. The build? Yeah. yeah. Under construction. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, we're just keeping John we're just company. Having, yeah. yeah. John didn't really? want to work by himself tonight, so we're just hanging out. We got talk, you, buddy. Talking about him by he's, his back. He's, he's going to come over and do some He's going to come over and do some ads here in just a minute. Yeah, he's going to come over here. He's going he's gonna to say some stuff. Yeah. So, all right, let's take a break. All right. The music. Hey everybody, this is Dan from the Icemen. Come to talk about our sponsor, Tuned Up Custom Rods. The ice season is fast approaching, which means it's time to get your order in. Use the promo code Icemen at checkout. That's one word, Icemen, to save yourself 10% on your order. And we have up Freedom Baits on freedombaits.com. They're hand poured, high quality baits, and they're also available at tunedupcustomrods.com. And Maluna is doing a awesome deal. 15% off your coolers. I just ordered one. Dan ordered one. Tommy ordered one. No one else did, apparently. I don't Maiden know Brainerd, Rotomoto quality, super high quality coolers, a bunch of cool colors. Um, use the code ICEMEN for both Freedom Baits and Maluna to save. Thanks, John. I almost butchered that one, just to let you know. Yeah, it was close. I better go back to going epoxy. Yeah, you better go sniff some more glue. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> working a great for you today. I'm real sticky right now. <laughs> just don't... You're, you're you just gotta quit stiffing it. I don't sniff it much. You should you should brew them up a batch of the five-hour, the, the five-minute stuff. If anyone uses five-minute epoxy, it smells absolutely like dead skunks. Ground it smells like dead cup. skunks that have been lit on fire. Ooh. With burnt hair, like Ooh. all mixed into one. It actually makes most people gag. It's Ooh. not good. I don't. I kind of like. I mix enjoy it one up. No. Mix no. it up. Okay, so I'm one of those weird people. Like when I'm driving down the road and I smell a skunk that's been hit, I kind of like it. So I, know, I, I, I know one other person on the face of the earth that likes it. 
You? Nope. Well, you said you like the smell of the epoxy, so. Yeah, but I don't enjoy the smell of a skunk. But I have a friend, my one of my wife's friends loves the smell of skunks. Yeah. Okay, so like like an actual like full on like sprayed in the face Ooh. by skunk spray. Not no, a good, but not, like a good, she, not a good smell. But like driving down the road, skunk got hit by a car. Just a, a waft. Yeah, it's not yeah, a bad, yeah. it's not a bad smell. Like a like a five minute linger, and you're just like, okay. Kind of um, well, go back the five to minute epoxy guys. is not a good smell. <laughs> it smells awful. We it smells like someone got a perm and then lit their hair on fire. That's <laughs> <laughs> a bad smell. <clears throat> Thanks, John. It's Bob Ross's creation. Get back, get back to work. Oh my god, that was awful. <laughs> Oh. That was awful. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, I liked it a lot, but it was dark. Still too soon? I, was, I don't know if it's too soon, but it, was, it caught me in a weird spot. Yep. <laughs> well, again, thank you, Luke and Steve, for being here tonight. It's been good to just uh, basically have another, what, we aren't going to call it potpourri. What do you call it? No, the, the build sesh. The build sesh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good good to have you guys here. Nice to chat and just kind of goof around. Nothing super serious to talk about tonight. Like, I mean, we're never all that serious, but... No. It's a no. very, very serious we're professional. production we have going on here. We have I've microphones and headphones. That's right. <laughs> I've seen some good questions on Facebook, though. People have been asking about all this ice fishing stuff. You know, like the if you could have one spoon, you know, like what would be your go-to spoon for fish? You know, and it's fair questions. And like, what do you mean for red or Malax or Winnipeg? Like, where are you talking about using these things? But... But the most drama, of course, lately has been all about the, the Black Friday sale and these Garmin aficionados buying their, you know, trying to get their 106s for that $1,000 and stuff. And then the guys that come on like two days later and try to sell them for 1400 Oh, my gosh. You know that Michael Jackson eating his popcorn meme from oh, Thriller? Yeah. yeah, that's me. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Look at these people You're giggling because you got out. yours for $1,000. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> You're that guy. Yeah, I'm that, I'm that guy. But <laughs> you want it for the fun. But I'm not the guy turning around and trying to sell it for 1400 Do you know who is that guy? This guy. Oh, yeah? Is that... He's, he pointed, he pointed to his Tom, brother. Producer Tom's been involved in that scheme before. Oh. Xbox, PlayStation, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, someone or, bought an yeah. Xbox 360 back in the day and yeah. turned it around. Are you a semi-scalper? Right, I forgot about you that. You and Mickey. That's or you right. and Johnny. I actually just told that story in class today because we're talking about factors of production and about scarcity. Yeah, supply and demand, baby. Yeah, that was this, it was such a non-event for me though. Like I barely remember it. I feel like I was like, I wish I was just like flush in cash so I could buy like seven of these and just turn them around. And I, I, I think we got like I think Johnny and I went in on one together and we maybe, maybe made a hundred bucks each. Here's yeah. the thing though. So so if someone else is not gonna have the opportunity to get that, I mean I, I get the people that are like, Oh, I ordered online and all my order got canceled, whatever else. But if, if someone's there and they get two or three of those and someone really wants one, and I mean, the, the everyday price is 2000 bucks on these things. You know, I got those standard, you know, MAP, the manufacturer pricing, whatever, and someone's turning around and selling one for 1450 Like, you're saving 500 bucks just because you, yeah, you didn't get to the store yeah. at 5 o'clock in the morning. I that was it. like true Black Friday shopping. Like, go wait in line for hours. And I, I don't even own an Xbox. It wasn't Black Friday shopping. What was it? I don't, so I don't remember. If, it, if you, this is back in the day, but Xbox 360, when it was released, it came out in like the end of October and there was a known shortage. Mm. Like it was publicized that they could not fulfill demand. It's like they do that on purpose, I but swear. But this was, this was mm. like newsworthy. Like mm. it was clearly not on purpose. Okay. And it was a deal where Xbox decided they were still going to release it because they wanted to beat PlayStation to the market. Right. And so Xbox had this big release party. Oh, good Lord, what are you doing? John's hovering. John, yeah, John got real close there. Oh, he just finished a... Oh! <laughs> no. He didn't even get to hear the sound. Oh, 15. Oh, we got to hit it a couple more times. <laughs> Keep it going. 13. 14. 
Number when John doesn't have a microphone, I get interrupted. It's amazing. <laughs> we did take a break. He was working through the break. Um, but so Xbox had this deal where they were going to release it uh, early, and it was known that there wasn't supply. So it was a, it was a release party, is what it was. And you and Johnny went to Best Buy in Maple Grove and waited in line overnight to buy this thing. But it was unlike your deal because it wasn't on discount. Oh, it, yeah, was, it just, was just they're scarce. Right. There just Once wasn't that many gone. of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, these are, they're blowing these out because they got the G, the 54 Deucer in there. You know, the new, the 56 is the new one. So, but the, the unit itself is, I mean, it's a nice screen. I've been running the 102, you know, and then I bought the fancy maps for it. Um, but it's, it's an, it's a nice, you know, for Garmin people, it's a nice deal. So I can see why people are excited about it. It's half price. I mean, you don't see those kind of deals on those screens typically because they're, those, those grass are just so expensive. I was looking at uh, the, I was playing with the idea of getting a 360, a uh, mega 360 from right. Hummingbird. And I was for watching the boat. for the boat or yep. for ice fishing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You can use that to mark stuff. And I've got, now I've got a spare graph because I have one in the bow. So I have one that I'm using this winter. So I thought. Never say spare, just a secondary essential my, it's graph. My, it's my bow graph. Yeah, yeah. It's my that's bow right. graph. Wives are, wives are listening. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Come on. Oh, she knows. She's aware. <laughs> We've actually had very productive conversations about it. was very good. It. How much of it was not involving the mustache, though? <laughs> are, you, are you more are you more like convincing with the mustache I think, well her dad had a mustache Ooh, author- oh, the, i don't know how that works authoritative but, yeah, yeah that's her, good or bad i don't I know, know where to i take don't know that how one. it works either but she <laughs> the, her dad had a mustache all her life so <laughs> um <laughs> but i was toying with the idea of getting a 360 <laughs> yeah that, i i found it very strange too but that's what that's the deal oh that's awesome um <laughs> And I was watching these reviews. I don't know if I can come back from that. Hold on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. About the different different uh, live options, right? right? So there's the... You're not talking live 360. You're just talking a standard... Well, the Humminbird Mega 360 is... Have you seen it? It's a it's circular just, it's graph. Just, yeah, like it's sort of refreshes every couple seconds or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a Doppler. Yep. So, I mean, it is, it's not live live, but it's more live than just yeah. stationary sonar. Right. Um, but they were comparing the different graphs and, and I was watching one that was comparing uh, Mega Live mm-hmm. from Hummingbird and Lawrence's Live Target. Active Target. Active Target and yep. then the Live, live Scope. <laughs> yep. And they were comparing the pros and cons and, and one of the things they uh, we were talking about was the compatibility units, right? So for Mega Live, you need to have a brand new Hummingbird. You need a, oh. G, you need a Gen 4. Okay. Or you need one of the expensive Gen 3s. Like Solera yeah, or, or something or whatever Sol-X those are. Solex. Or, Solex, okay. Yeah, or, not a, yeah. I'm not a Hummingbird guy. So there's, uh, there's not a lot of compatibility. And with Lawrence, there's like one thing that does it on there. Right. <laughs> but for, for Garmin, there's like 95 different screens. Yeah, you can go from the, like the 93 Plus, which is discontinued now, but still works with the Lioscope, or the 73 Plus even, all the way up through the UHDs to the Ultras to the Echo Maps to the, yeah, there's a lot of options. It was dozens and dozens yeah. of different graphs. So yeah. you're saying numbers here. I have no idea what they mean. Right. They're, they're getting, the numbers are getting higher. So That's I'm guessing it's bigger. Screen, though, yeah, so it's it? the yeah. screen. So like, like a Garmin, so the, the one that was on sale was a 106, basically. So a 10-inch screen with, uh, with maps built in. So the 102 is the 10-inch screen, same thing, but without the maps built in. 
And so then, you know, for the price I got that for, um, I was able to, you know, you get the ultra map. So even like the one inch increment mapping or something like that thrown in there and you're, you're looking at still less than the 106 if you go that route. So, so it's a pretty nice, so these 106s, I mean, they're, they're a high end unit. They're still, you know, like of, of the, of them, the 10 inch screens and the nine inch screens and the 12 inch screens, they have the high, highest pixel count. So, I mean, it's just a really good quality screen. So that's, that's why there was all the hype around it, but man, it's so funny to see people not, f- yeah, it is. It's funny for me. Not just because I got one, just in general. <laughs> no, it's, you know, it has nothing to do with it. But it's just funny to see people go after each other. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. Like, you know, and then people are like, well, it's capitalism. And other people are like, well, communism would be like, oh, you got to sell it for what you bought it. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Get mine if you want one. Yeah, I, well, and you know, I mean, assuming people are like in proximity somewhat yeah. of things like that but it's funny to all these things that you know so people get their orders in at 2 30 in the morning stay up late whatever and they think they got one and then two days later get they get the canceled email like we don't have that for you i had a buddy who did the same thing with uh, fleet farm made some orders for some blackfish gear or something on there and then like two days later got an email like oh we can't fill your order and so it yeah i don't know i mean it's you get excited i mean we all do we get excited about these new things that we're going to get and you know it's like if i put an order in for you know, a bunch of stuff or, you know, like a, you know, a, a high quality tuned up custom rod product. Um, John then, will make you one. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then, uh, yeah, there you go. And then, uh, you know, and then they were saying, oh, sorry, we, you know, we're not, you can't get that by when you want it or you're, you're, you know, what you've envisioned as you, what your ice fishing experience is going to be like this winter. It's not going to look the same. Like, I don't know. I'd probably be miffed too, but instead I'm just enjoying my new 106 at a half There's price. The idea of just scrolling past it is something that just people can't do. No, you can't. People have to comment. They have to have an opinion on things that don't matter to them at all. Right. Which is, that's the internet. Right. Well, and you know, fish, so fish house prices, that's one thing that's super interesting because like we were talking with Fish and Magician before, you know, I mean, you can buy something full price last year. Steve from, you know, one of the guys that goes, that's went with us up to Winnipeg, he bought a big fancy one, whatever, a couple years back. And then was going to sell it, and his this this dealer that he bought it from, you know, saw that he was going to sell this thing, and he's like, "Oh, I'll give you two thousand more than that for trade, and give you a good deal on the new one." Like it's like that is just insane right now mm-hmm. with fish houses. So, uh, so are I you find- guys getting emails and letters from car dealerships to buy your cars? Oh yeah, yeah, they want they'd love to buy my truck right now. I, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. I just I just got my new vehicle this week. I could put it online right now and make five thousand off of what I bought it for. Easy. Like my easy. Truck, Come yeah, on, my Xbox 360. Get to work. <laughs> yeah. No, because I, I waited. You want I, it. <laughs> I waited five months for that thing, and I'm right. not. I, I, I'm just not going to do well, that. Well, it's like you're going to pay five grand the more for the next one. Right. Exactly. Right. You want it, so you're keeping it. Yeah. Do I need it? Let's not talk about that. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I need want is it. a really loose term exactly. when it comes to ice fishing electronics. Like, so when I'm vertical jigging off the side of my boat, like we should both have 10 inch screens to look at, and we have a buddy in the bow and me in the back. Right? I mean, I appreciate it when I've been you'd, out there. Exactly. So I mean, I'm like, I mean, if Dan's going to come out there, I want the guy to have a deluxe treatment. What do you think of like? Maybe I'm giving away a million dollar idea right now, but like, yeah, that's like, probably what's about to happen. <laughs> what? Okay, so like everyone in the house shares the same, or the house or the boat or whatever shares the same graph, but there's like a VR goggles that everyone can wear at the same time to see it at the same oh, time. See, I couldn't. I, I I don't think that's too probably too far away. Yeah. Well, but then you wouldn't be able to see your pole tip. Oh, so you can't you can't see the body. They can be uh, like you could do augmented reality. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. So there you I go. Like Pokemon Go coming. for ice fishing. Sure, <laughs> you could put a sensor on the end of your tuned up custom rod. And you yeah, could, you could yeah. blue tips. Get yeah. a blue tips. Slap it on there. <laughs> yeah, John. Let's make some. Uh, let's make some yeah, holographic and uh, 
USB or no Bluetooth enabled rod tips. Yeah, even NFC. So like, I mean, no, that would be, that John would be just really like, I'm not doing that. And in, in three weeks, he's going to announce a new one. But that's what I, so that's what I, one of the things I like about that, you know, it's like with any units. And again, if I knew more about Lawrence or, or Humminbird, I could, I could comment on that too. Dan just got something thrown at him. He earned it. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> you know, if I knew more about those two, I, it, it'd be something. But if like, if you're in those seven inch and nine inch Garmin screens, you know, and if you want to network between two screens, well, you got to buy a network adapter, you got to do all the stuff. But once you get up to the 10 inch, like you can just run a net, it's got two network ports in the back. So you can run your live scope in, you can still network with like a smaller unit and you don't have to get all this $250 of extras. And so I think that's why people were excited about that one. Do they have, here's another million dollars for you guys out there. Do they have like a thing where you can just like Bluetooth and just like look at your phone. So yeah, so they have uh, it's Helm or Active. Act, it's not Active Cam. It's like the Helm or something like that. But I don't. You can't get that off the ones that they had on sale. Those are okay. off the 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 different. So like you could have like five phones looking at the same thing in a boat. I don't know about house. that. You can at least get one. So my buddy gets gets one and then he runs Bluetooth from that. Uh, I think it's Active Maps or something like that or whatever. He runs that to his iPad and then outputs his iPad up to his TV. Because, you know, you got to spend a lot of money nowadays to get those HDMI outs on some of those graph units. Like, they just, they're like, we're going to get 3000 bucks from you if you want HDMI out, which is really unfortunate. It's insane almost because everything you, has that you nowadays. buy a $700 gigantic TV that has all that stuff. So. Right. Or you buy, a, you buy a $400 fish camera, and at least you got some kind of video out you can run up there and look at. So I feel like they're just kind of holding out on us with these lower-end units. I mean, what does it take for them to put a video out on that thing to mirror what's on the screen? Not much, but they're going to like milk you to buy that bigger Patent 10, 12 inch Tom Baker. Yeah, 2021, thank you. Yeah. Shields just posted that they have a, a 1243 live scope bundle right now. Yeah, see, so that's a 12 inch screen. That's going to have HDMI out because that's the, that's the active maps. This or guy literally looks like he's carrying a 32 inch TV. It, they're monsters. <laughs> they're, it's so big. My buddy John's got a. He might have a 16 or something in his boat. He's a Ranger guy, buys and sells Rangers, right? And uh, in those screen, I mean, you go from a nine inch wide screen to the 10 inch four by four, three format to those huge ones. And I mean, good what, that's Lord, a 32 inch screen, you yeah. said? No, but it looks like it. It, it feels oh. like it. You know, that's, but then you're like, what does that take for a battery? I mean, you're just, it's just like a lot. More. It just seems like a lot to break. Yeah, it's that a too. lot. <laughs> John's throwing stuff at me. It's it's a lot to, to carry. Number seventeen. It's a lot to bring along right. with you. Eighteen yeah, for for ice especially. But then you know you talk about people that you got to take all those screens off if you're pulling your boat somewhere. You hear those horror stories about people whose stuff's coming out of the cradles and stuff when they're driving down the road. And I was like, I don't I don't think I could tell my wife like, oh my two thousand dollar graph just fell out and I got to replace it. She's like, you need to replace it. I'm like, no, I don't need to. But like, I'm going. To. But I'm going you know, to. My, we never had that when I was fishing with my dad growing up. He didn't have these fancy he didn't have anything you know maybe a little depth finder you know we knew how deep we were and that was about it yeah well i like i said i was toying with the idea of getting that 360 the mega 360 and and i had kind of like a real grown-up epiphany this afternoon while i was scrolling through things at work when i was should have been teaching <laughs> that uh i just got a brand new boat with a bunch of stuff on it three months ago mm -hmm. and i really probably shouldn't be thinking about upgrading right now it's i should probably spend a little bit I spent a little bit of time with the stuff I got. Yep. We talked about this in season one, too. Like, I remember this conversation is like, when does it become less about fishing and more about the gear and more about the electronics and more about the... That's part of the fun, though, is, is buying stuff and shopping for it. Yeah, you know, but like, okay. I agree, since yeah. we're a sponsored podcast. No, I'm, I, but, uh, <laughs> I, I meant more like on the electronic side. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, like, like, I know myself when I'm in the boat... 
I'm not I'm not a huge boat fisherman. I, I love ice fishing, but like in the boat, I'm spending more time playing with the electronics than mm. I am fishing. Mm-hmm. So, so do I? You know, I'm a live scope guy, right? So do I love my live scope because it helps me find fish, and I feel like I'm actually doing productive fishing for sure. You know, is it is it worth that? Um, for me, I'd say I, yes. I I think that I, like. You're the first person I've known that has actually used one of those before. Right. And you, and you obviously love it, right? Yeah, I'm addicted. It, it looks amazing. It's, it, looks, it's, it looks awesome. And again, it doesn't help you catch fish. You still got to find the right presentation. You still got to figure out what they want and how they want it and all that stuff. But but if you can go to a spot and be like, there's fish there, right. oh my gosh. That's, At that's least a life, you have a that's fighting a, chance. That's a, that's a game changer. I think like live scope, though, too, for a lot of the professionals out there, professional bass fishermen and stuff, they're... <laughs> They're backing off of the sponsorships from the electronics, and they're starting to buy all the different different styles and different kinds because they all excel in different areas. So, you know, I think that's really what started that was was the live scope and the pan optics. I got to imagine if you were a guy out there that was sponsored by Lawrence and your competitors are using Garmin products, and you're kind of stuck with what you're stuck with because that's the guy that right. is buying your boat for you. Um, yeah, I mean, you were probably at a competitive disadvantage. Yeah. Well, I, They're the, jumping in. The Mega Live is definitely worse than the Live Scope. That's like when yeah. Michael Jordan, if you guys watch The Last Dance, yeah. Michael Jordan, so like, yeah. he wore like the old school Nike shoes in one of the playoff games where his feet were like literal bloody stumps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he, he had to wear those shoes because he was sponsored mm-hmm. by Nike. Oh, it's right. like you put yourself at a disadvantage by shoehorning yourself right. uh-huh, yeah. into one. Yeah, he probably had to like one thing there. Probably only throwing up thirty six points that game. Yeah, yeah. terrible. But I've, I've seen fishermen now that are using Lawrence, Humminbird, and Garmin on their same boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, they That's have Wheeler, everything. Right? Jacob Wheeler runs Wheeler does. Uh, Swindle, I think, might do that. Yeah, it's well, I was crazy. watching a Bully video the other day, right? And he's he's talking about his Humminbird stuff, where he can do the the range shading and stuff of depth. And I was like, can I do that on my Garmin? So sure enough, I look it up, and yeah, you can set your depth ranges and all that stuff. So I'm. You know, I can I can run. Okay, I want to stay in the orange here because that's going to keep me from twenty to twenty five if I'm looking for walleye a certain time of the season or something. So, you know, it's it's. It, I think they're all pushing each other, and, and you know, it's like it's like Eskimo. You know, has their nice their hub houses with the full open door. Well, two years later, Otter's got it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like everyone's pushing each other to make better products. So we as consumers are going to benefit from that. I mean, like tuned up. I mean, John over here, he's getting pushed by people. He's got to continually make, make, you know, innovations and, and keep coming up with better products. Yeah, and, and he's not offerings. busy at all anymore. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's just sitting there, right? <laughs> just kicking out rod. <laughs> Is that 18? Number 18? <laughs> 18 or 19. I can't remember. Competition always brings out the best in companies. Right. It, and, it should. And the consumers are the ones who benefit from it. Right. And if you as a company are scared because your competitor is doing something different and you're like, oh, well, we can't compete anymore. Well, then you're, you're kind of hanging it up. You're just like, well, we got this product, but we're not willing to improve or change or mm-hmm. adjust to what, what's the, what the market is, you know, kind of demanding. Uh, I mean, even just this podcast this is a, a heavy segment. There's a lot of... A lot of fishing podcasts, you know, kind of popped up mm-hmm. right around the same time. Dan's we like, I got a great idea. We're going to corner the market in these fishing podcasts. Oh, wait a sec. There's 50 of them. Let's look at the market for assist. Whoops. That's I guess awesome. that wasn't my first idea. It's like your million dollar idea that you had over there. But you know what? Time. It doesn't matter though. You know, consistency matters. Quality matters. Yeah. And, and like, we try just to put fun. On, we try to fun. put on a good show. We yeah. try to have fun. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you know. We never consider this a job. This isn't like a thing to make money at. This is just a fun thing to do. And, <clears throat> you know, hopefully we can help cover our costs every now and then, and that's about it. 
Well, we appreciate uh, Luke and Steve, you guys being here tonight. I know that you got to get going, Luke. Got to pick your daughter up, and I think it's probably a good idea for us to wrap this show up. Anyways, Taxi at service. This point. John is prolific over there. Right. Nineteen. Ooh, Nineteen. Crushing it. Thank you guys for coming in tonight. It's nice to have people in studio with us. This yeah. has been a lot of fun, John. It's fun to be call here. Her goodbye. Thanks, John. Oh, look at this. <laughs> 20. The master. The master. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this will go out sometime this week before the ice show. And then hopefully we're back next week with uh, another guest or possibly not. And what's we, that, John? Come down. Come down to St. Paul. Stop and say hi. John and I will be, be there in the Tunda booth. We'd love to talk to you guys. He'll have some of these. Some of these. Yeah. Ooh. These magic products that he's been making. 30-inch power precision being made right now. Someone might come and buy that carbon fiber handle one, and it could be yours. I might, I might buy it before I go home. Dan, I think Maybe. we should mention real quick what we got going on here. Uh, well, no. I don't no? think we should. I'm going to mention it. Okay, go ahead. John was all for it. So every time you heard that sound played, you're, you're someone's lucky custom rod start in the show, and we're gonna you're going to get a little attachment with your rod that comes out with you and you uh if you take a picture of yourself with the rod posted on the iceman page or posted on our uh, instagram page um got a little special prize for Ooh. one of you lucky people who had their rod built during the show during every time the magic bell rings an angel gets his ice rod that's right there you go I like it. all right well thanks again for being here tonight guys we appreciate it uh, next time maybe john will be able to pull away from work or maybe not depending on how many people show up at the show and order rods but either way it was good to talk with y'all. Thank you. Yeah, look at this guy go. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys on the next show. Thanks a lot. Epoxy is starting to smell.